0: Hi, this is Samit Kaplan. This is another episode with Perfect Podcast. Today, um, we will have Dr. Lisa Kleinman with us, and she is a long-term veterinarian who's very close to retire in about few weeks. So, hi Dr. Kleiman.
1: Hi Sam, how are you?
0: I'm pretty good today, how are you?
1: Good, I'm fine, thank you.
0: Um, why don't we start with introducing uh, you to our listeners and briefly talk about who you are.
1: Okay, as Sam said, my name's Lisa Kleiman. I'm a full-time veterinarian at Chico Hospital for Cats. I've been here for many years. Um, I have been a veterinarian for 37 years. I grew up in Waco, Texas, and had four brothers and sisters, uh, five kids in the family. My father was a physician, and my mom was a stay-at-home mom. And we always had animals, and I loved being around animals, sometimes more than people.
0: So that kind of comes to my next question as well, because you said you were always around animals. Is that the main thing that inspired you to become a veterinarian, or do you have a specific story that kind of like was a turning point in your life when you said, oh my goodness, now I want to be a veterinarian?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, When I was about 10 years old, one of my dogs got hit by a car and had a broken leg, and um, I remember being old enough to get to go to the vet and have Uh, my pet scene and became really involved in uh, my dog's care uh, before, during, and after uh, the broken leg. And at that point in time, I knew I wanted to be a vet. And that's been my goal. That was my goal ever since I was about 10 years old.
0: That's awesome. Did you walk into that veterinary hospital and... And just like the environment and how they take care of animals, or was it just the fact that they were able to help your dog to recover?
1: Yeah, I, I like the whole experience, walking into the vet hospital, the veterinarian seemed to be very caring and empathetic with uh, my dog who was in pain, mm-hmm. and just the whole procedure Uh, with follow-up care, um, on the road to recovery. I remember the vet even sent a get well card to our house.
0: That's wonderful.
1: For our dog, and I had thought before that maybe I would be a doctor like my dad, but Mm -hmm. I really just was drawn to veterinary medicine at that time.
0: So first impression is definitely very important. Oh,
1: yeah, absolutely.
0: Awesome. All right, so moving on to the next question. After you basically decided to become a veterinarian, what was the most challenging uh, thing for you uh, on your journey to become a veterinarian?
1: Probably the most challenging thing was getting people to believe in me, that I could do it. In uh, high school, I was a solid B-plus student, not a plus student, my guidance counselor, basically said, you'll never be a vet. My grades weren't good enough. Sadly, at that time, I was interested in sciences, and I did well in science and math. I didn't really like history, geography, Mm -hmm. uh, U.S. government, you know, so my grades weren't great. So that was a challenge, getting people to believe in me and believe that you know, it was a journey that I could accomplish.
0: So even though the high school counselor said you might not become a veterinarian, you just decided to follow your dreams and go for it?
1: Absolutely. I believed in myself. Um, I had uh, the confidence to continue my journey growing up in Texas. I knew Texas A&M University had a great veterinary school, Um, so I applied to go to Texas A and M as an undergrad, um, figuring that that would be the best place for me to be, is at Texas A and M, and it worked out well.
0: That's really wonderful because um, if you had listened to the concert, we would not have met a such a wonderful veterinarian. <laughs> so <laughs>
1: thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> I think it worked out.
0: And so, um, so you became a veterinarian. And I'm sure you had, you know, hard times and good times during your whole career. But especially for the first few years, and also after you became experienced, what are what were the most challenging moments or things that you faced in this in your career?
1: Probably the most challenging thing I faced in my career was trying to balance uh, being a veterinarian, working hard. Establishing myself and then balancing work with home life and family. I actually got married the weekend before I graduated veterinary school, graduated vet school the next weekend, and you know, so you know, became a wife and a real veterinarian at the same time. And it was tough, you know, especially once. Two kids came along trying to balance work and home life and family life.
0: And you had uh, suddenly you had enormous amount of responsibility, both as a veterinarian to your animals, to the animals you take care of at your work and also at home with your yeah. husband and later with kids. So
1: yeah, yeah, absolutely. And it's not always easy to, uh, you know, shut off your brain from mm-hmm. being a vet. And then being home and then being able to give, you know, full attention in a whole other direction with uh, family and, um, you know, not getting time for yourself as well.
0: Not to bring work back home.
1: Exactly.
0: (laughs) Um, So besides the challenging parts, I'm pretty sure you had some uh, moments of fun, especially being in this field. There's always a chance for interesting cases or, or fun moments maybe. Do you have one or two moments like that that you can share with us?
1: Um, yeah, you know, absolutely. I try to have fun every single day you know, when I'm at work, enjoying the uh, people that I work with, the clients that I'm seeing, and um, being able to meet so many great animals. You know, we spend more waking hours at work than we do anywhere else. So, you know, I generally have fun and try to laugh every single day. Think of one thing specifically, but, um, you know, it's just, you know, everyday fun along with, you know, being able to do good work and take care of animals.
0: And I guess that that's what makes you um, become a good veneer and, and last um, longer
1: Yeah, um, to have yeah. a
0: more healthier mind.
1: Yeah, absolutely. It it would be very easy in this field to burn out, mm-hmm. let the pressure get to you. Um there are, you know, sad things that happen, you know, every single day, you know, but you know, we just have to take that in balance. Um, you know, the good with the sad and at the end of the day knowing that we are doing you know, doing well for our patients and our clients.
0: So moving on. The other question I had that's that I'm curious about is, if you can remember the cases some cases in your whole career, did you have an interesting case you can't forget?
1: Yeah, there's a lot of interesting cases absolutely. One of the most interesting cases was seeing a little kitten that actually had a dislocated jaw and I'd never repaired a dislocated jaw, reset it. I didn't feel confident and comfortable um, that I would be able to do it due to uh, circumstances. Uh, A patient could not be transferred to a veterinary orthopedist who would probably be able to um, do it easily. Mm -hmm. Um, So, it was either the kitten was going to be euthanized or you know, I would be able to repair it, and you know, luckily I had technicians and um, people that you know backed me and gave me confidence, and and the surgery went well, and that kitten did great, and that was that was fun and very satisfying for me.
0: It's a proud moment. Yeah. Awesome. Thanks for sharing it with us. All right. Let's say I. Decided to become a veterinarian. What is the most important advice you can give to someone who wants to become a veterinarian?
1: Um, I'd say the most important thing is to believe in yourself, like I had to uh, way back when I wanted to become a veterinarian. Believe in yourself, work hard, get experience if you can, and give it 110%. How do you you become
0: experienced before you become a veterinarian?
1: Uh, There are a lot of ways you can volunteer at animal shelters, you can have your own pets, you can uh, volunteer actually in a veterinary hospital if possible and you can pick programs even as early as high school where you can go into veterinary hospitals and see if it's something that you really want to do.
0: So the most important thing is definitely to believe in yourself if you decided to become a veterinarian. Yes, absolutely. Well, let's hear what your plans are after you retire in just a couple of weeks. What are your hobbies? Okay. What are you planning to do? Are you going to travel? Are you going to do more sports? What What uh, do you want to do?
1: Yeah, good question. I've been looking forward to this. My husband's also retiring at the same time, um, so we do plan on uh playing pickleball which is a game that we have both gotten into in the last couple of years and enjoy fully we plan on going down to the bay area quite a bit to visit my uh, daughter and um, her family Uh, she has one child and a new one on the way this summer and we do hope to travel as well i love to um, hike and camp and backpack uh, so I think I'll be busy. I don't think uh, I don't think I'll be bored at all in retirement.
0: Well, thank you so much for uh, joining us today with this episode, and I wish you a great retirement.
1: Thank you, Sam. It was my pleasure. Thank you.